What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to another episode of the King's Pulse Podcast. My name is Brendan Nunez. Got Rich Ivanowski on here, as we always do. And it has been a little bit, Rich. How are you doing, man? Oh, man. I'm not doing great. Um, I am... I'm sad. That's definitely how I'm feeling still um, for a lot of reasons. It's been a pretty dark week in my life and in the life of uh, most NBA fans, probably all NBA fans, all basketball fans, um, as everyone who is listening to this uh, already knows, obviously, and has is, is, heard about over and over again and and deservedly so uh there was a great tragedy uh last weekend uh kobe bryant and eight other people passed away in a helicopter crash including his daughter and some other uh young basketball players and coaches i believe brendan did you want to read from the list here yeah, I want to make sure these other people don't get overshadowed, you know, families and friends as well. Um, like you said, Kobe and Gianna Bryant, and there was a college baseball coach, John Altabelli, and his wife, Carrie, and their daughter, Alyssa, um, a mother and daughter, Sarah and Peyton Chester, a one of the Mamba Academy basketball coaches, Christina Mauser, and the pilot, Ara Zobayan. Yeah, and I apologize for you know I don't know how to put any of it into perspective I don't know how to put death into perspective I apologize if my wording was crass by you know referring to these people as names on a list because you know uh, obviously they were so much more than that to so many people it's just one of those things where words don't really you know they're just going to fail me um I'm not that great at talking anyway. I'm a much better writer. But yeah, I mean, situations like this, words obviously escape us. But um, maybe you you have some, some better words for us here. Yeah, I mean, it's a difficult subject to talk about, obviously. Um, just, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess... I, I hated Kobe his entire career, like obviously as a Celtics fan and going up against him over and over. But the amount of work that he put in and the inspiration that you see him be on all the other players throughout this league just speaks to um, how, I mean, hard of a worker he was, the insane work ethic that so many people couldn't keep up with, um, that he kind of coined this Mamba mentality and... Yeah, I mean, you know, he 
I've listened to a bunch of interviews. I can't help myself since this happened. And I've listened to him before. And he said he got to the league and thought that all these other dudes didn't work very hard. And he just drove himself crazy. And I think that, you know, I, he always wanted everyone to reach their max potential and tried to spread that with his mama mentality. So it's hard to move on from it. But I guess I just try to find my own little mama mentality in this little niche of journalism that I'm chasing. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, I, it's, it was funny. I was, I, I recently binged through the entire Star Wars catalog, right? So this is kind of a weird diversion, but I watched all whatever it is, 10 movies. I haven't been to the theater to see the new one, but I watched the 10 movies that are out there um, in like a week, which doesn't speak to someone who's like working very hard. (laughs) But it was the end of my Christmas break that I had done that. Um, And I remember reading, so and I was listening to podcasts and reading interviews with uh, George Lucas and all this stuff. And he, uh, I guess at a certain point, he wrote about the light side and the dark side. And like what these mean, what those things mean, and it was like part of a written explanation for people that were working on the film. And he like referred to uh, like the dark side a lot in terms of laziness, and the light side a lot in terms of like working hard to 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 put laziness down. Like right, so that like that was an interesting moment for me, like that I had just been hearing about this and, and reflecting on it, and then. Um, you know, seeing all the quotes from Kobe Bryant that are essentially that, like that's what it was. Um, and there's there's one quote from Kobe that definitely stands out to me that I think is like, it just epitomizes the model mentality and it epitomizes like what Kobe meant to me personally and what I think Kobe means to a lot of people. This is just a great quote. I can't relate to lazy people. We don't speak the same language. I don't understand you. I don't want to understand you. Yeah. I mean, that's just clearly what Kobe is, you know, and a lot of people can say it, but clearly he backed himself up and just uh, believed in what he was doing and definitely made himself a great in this league. And yeah, I mean, the impact, like I said, that you see so many other players affected by this and them being uh, so many people emulated Kobe growing up, you know, it's like, I've seen, I've heard a lot of people saying almost like this generation's Jordan, almost in the way that they looked up to him. Um, and there's some similarities to that. And yeah, speaks to the work ethic of Kobe and just the amount of time that he put in to really hone his craft. But yeah, I'm, I don't know what else there is to really say on this. It is uh, it was a sad moment. And it's uh, crazy that, you know, life just has to go on and everyone is trying to move past this. And yesterday kind of felt like the first day people moved on from it. Um, not And obviously not fully moved on, but the talks really, the focus started to become around this trade deadline in the NBA world. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, I think it was helpful to see the games being played um, <clears throat> with the, the Lakers trailblazers game at first and then seeing the Lakers actually come to Sacramento. Also, I don't know. I think that kind of 
kind of made it more real and seeing the memorials, just knowing, you know, not that it's over or that we're, we're moving on from it completely. I don't think that's going to happen for a very long time. If ever, I don't think the basketball world can really move on from some, you know, a five-time champion, 18-time all-star, like this kind of, this kind of guy. And that's even selling him short, but um, yeah, you know, I mean, mentioning the championships, obviously I think that's, a decent way to tie him back in with King's talk. Um, I definitely think that, you know, I mean, he, he was the villain from the King's perspective for a long time and, and rightfully so. Uh, But then again, I mean, there's no King's fan in the world that takes that seriously, uh, you know, out outside of the sport. No one is, no one is celebrating his death. Everyone has experienced a loss, um, you know, and Kings fans and all other basketball fans are, are alike in that matter. Yeah, I was at that game. It definitely was uh, emotional to be at. And yeah, um, there's just a lot moving on from it. Um, and I mean, yeah, I mean, is there anything else that you want to say on it? I don't know what else to say on this topic. Yeah, I don't know what to say either. I I'm, I appreciate you reading off the names of everyone that passed. I think that is that's tough to grapple with too. Sometimes it's like you know, uh, all these people are are each one person, and each one person is equal in value, and so it's 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 it is so confusing when you know it, it sometimes is confusing when the headline becomes one person or two people and all that stuff but to you know everyone out there and I know some Kings fans were touched by this personally um not going to uh you know shout anyone out in particular but I, I saw some Kings fans were related to one of the victims of the accident um so you know just love love all around there Are you currently paying off student debt, interested in improving your financial literacy, or looking for new ways to earn income in today's ever-changing digital landscape? Well, on the Talk Money with Mesh Lakani podcast, Mesh will follow paper trails, chat with experts, and break down complex ideas to bring clarity to the mystical financial phenomena. Each episode will be filled with compelling stories covering a broad range of subjects, from buying Bitcoin, dealing with student debt, and everything in between. Listen to Talk Money with Mesh Lakani on Spotify or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and learn how to spend, invest, and earn for today's economy. Moving on from that, just a little bit of other news roundup. I see that uh, James Hamm tweeted out a story from NBC about uh, teams sniffing around Harry Giles. Uh, I see Jason Anderson reiterating that Dwayne Dedman has not changed his stance, referring to wanting out of Sacramento. Um, anything else pop up that gave you pause in terms of news and notes here? Uh, heard Zach Lowe and saw him write the teams are in that Harry Giles is like available if anyone is interested, but uh, that was nothing new either. So not really. That's it for the most part. And you continue to see. Bogdanovich's name floated around, but like that's just these these rumors, you know, just saying that he could be a big guy at the deadline. Um, 
I, and I believe this was just uh, speculation from Lowe, but he was saying that, you know, that they're going to get a nice package. He said like, at least a first round pick if they were to move him, but of course don't need to. Um, James Hamm also came out with an article yesterday after the game with Bogey saying that he wants to stay in Sacramento. And we obviously know that that is uh, completely possible and works with the salary moving forward. And I'm pretty sure that's both of our preferred options anyways, right? Yeah, it is. But again, it's like one of those things where you just have to wonder what's real. You know, I mean, Bogdanovich is going to say that and he should say that. And I appreciate that. And I don't want to it, but at the same time, you know, I mean, NBA players are specifically coached to to say the right thing. So it, it's not that it's nothing written in cement. Um, you know, we don't know. We don't know. And and the team, same thing goes to the team. They say that they they want to keep Bogdanovich, and then we know that teams say those things. And then sometimes, you know, different different events transpire. So. I don't think that we know anything new, and I don't think there's anything new trade news-wise for this team, but we are recording at 7 p.m. on Tuesday night, so a lot can change. And I was wondering, if you are down for it, I brought up this idea. Uh, a little bit of role play, Brendan. What do you think about this, where we can, we can call each other up and propose some trades here, but uh, you know, one of us has to act as, as the Kings, and one of us... We'll have to act as the other team. I think whoever is calling, you know, the other team, the other team, just you're going to end up negotiating for the other side. Okay. I, uh, yeah, I'm down for this idea. Let's, uh, let's do this. And you're going to want, you're going to be the one to kick this off. It's your idea here. Yeah, I've got one. Um, I am going to be the Milwaukee Bucks right now. Oh, okay. Okay. So that makes you the Kings. Yeah. And I'm going to call you up. And I don't want to make this into some big... And I'm denying the phone call. Are you really? No. Go ahead. Okay. I don't (laughs) want to make this into some big thing where, you know, uh, we don't need to subject our listeners to like low balls and then like you're coming back way too high. and (laughs) I'm going to have to talk to my owner. This, this, and that. Um... All right, let me let me just offer you straight up here. Uh, we want Bog, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich on this team. We think he is the piece that can put us over the top. We want to undo our mistake that we made with letting Malcolm Brogdon go in the summer. Uh, we feel we've got a nice set of uh, young prospects, uh, a package that would suit you. Uh, we've got Indiana's first-round pick. Happy to give that to you. Dante DiVincenzo. Nice young perimeter wing was pick 17 a couple of years back. Uh, you know about him. You got a scouting department. I don't need to tell you about him. And DJ Wilson as well, also pick 17. And the year before that, also a Sacramento native might entice you. Uh, and Ursan Ilyasova will serve as matching salary. Uh, and you can give us back whoever you choose. Uh, just any minimum player will we'll make that work. Huh. Well... You know, I, I really don't think that we're necessarily looking to move on from Brogdon, you know, or Bogdan Bogdanovich. You know, we could re-sign him, and that would be totally fine. Um, you know, if you're willing to include something like Giannis and Harrison Barnes in this deal, maybe we're having a little bit more of a conversation. 
Um, but we think that there are other teams that if we were looking to move Bogdanovich would be able to give us a, a better package here and simply getting these young guys that are unproven and could turn out to only be end of the bench guys and a mid, uh, not even a lottery pick in what is a weak draft class. I don't think that is going to do it for Bogdan Bogdanovich here. And I'm not sure what else I could really ask from you here. Those probably are your most interesting assets. I just, uh, I don't know if this is getting this done. The throw in Sterling Brown. And don't talk about Giannis. That's uh, You're going to break the fourth wall. Sterling Brown. So now I have three end of the bench guys. This is a, this is interesting. No. Yeah. I don't think this is doing it for me. Do you want to give me your 2026 first rounder unprotected? No, we will offer you lottery protection in 2026 lottery protection. No, Giannis will be gone by then. There's no point to that. All right. Mm. It was great doing business with you. Yeah. (laughs) Have a lovely day. (laughs) All right, I am, you want to take a guess here, the Boston Celtics, Danny Ainge here. Yes, hello. It's great to meet you. I've heard so much. Is this Vlade? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Vlade, we, we know Bogdanovich is on the table. I, we are not calling about him. We think that Bielitsa is someone that – is not we could give you a nice little package for him we don't think that you're going anywhere this year be real about it come on and you know that you need to get something for him and we can give you a nice little package here we will give you a first round pick we will give you the milwaukee first round pick along with vincent poirier for filler and semi Ojale, who I know you could use a backup three. He's going to be a serviceable backup three and D guy. You're going to be able to keep him around for cheap on this roster along with the Milwaukee first round pick in exchange for Nemanja Bielitsa. And since we are giving you a first rounder here, I am going to ask for the Houston and Miami seconds back from you. Okay, so the Houston and Miami seconds from this season, and we're going to get pick 30? Correct. Well, assume it to be pick 30. Um, you know what? I'm not even – listen, I don't need to waste your time. That's a done deal. I'm taking that deal. Wow, should ask for more. Jesus Christ. No, that's fine. You can – I mean, that's what? That's going to be pick 52 and – at 57 for pick 30 and Monty Bielitsa, that's that's a better deal than we had hoped to get we would have probably taken a couple second rounders for Bielitsa but the deal is done so thank you very much there we go no problem all right now I'm going to pick up the phone here uh and call up the Sacramento Kings um and yes uh yes yes hello I'm, I'd like to speak to Vlade Divac please who is this? Uh, this is the rotting husk of the Cleveland Cavaliers calling. Uh, I'm going to send you over to Brandon Williams real quick. 
<laughs> no, what what would you like? No, let's discuss this. Let's discuss this. Look, we have a player who is only oh, no. a couple of years removed from an all-star season. <laughs> um, we think that you still can make the playoffs. You're only six games out of it right now. You know, we all know Memphis is faking the funk. Uh, they'll, they'll slip. They'll fall. You can win here. You can get an all-star level talent. And we'll give him to you for purely matching salary. I know Dwayne Dedman has been giving you problems. We'll take Dwayne Dedman. Um, you also send us Corey Joseph, and uh, we call this a deal. Well, clearly the issue here is this long-term contract with Kevin Love. And if you haven't heard I'm Love, sorry. The, I'm sorry. The call's breaking up. Sorry. If you haven't heard uh, – listen, I'm not going to complain if the call breaks up here, but. If you haven't heard, uh, Kevin Love hates young players, and we have a good amount of young guys on this squad. We really don't want his terrible locker room presence to impact the gems that we have in De'Aaron Fox and Marvin Bagley. If he can't handle Colin Sexton, I don't know. This just is not going to happen here. I mean, could we get some picks back from you in return here for taking on this terrible Kevin Love contract? Um, you know what? The Cleveland Cavaliers could be could be amenable to that. Which types of picks are you looking for here? I can pull up uh, my beautiful list of of uh, valuable assets if you'd like. Hmm. Could we do? Hmm. Well, we're definitely thinking a first rounder here. Ooh, that's gonna be the breaks. We are not thinking a first rounder, but I'll tell you what. We've got three in 2022, second rounders, that is. Not even your own. Not our own, but we have our own in 2023, and we have the lesser of our own and the Utah Jazz's in 20. So uh, does any of that do anything for you? Oh, we got Washington's 2022 second round pick. That's going to be a good pick. You know that. What do you think of – your no, by the way, John Wall is coming back and winning comeback player of the year the year before that makes no sense. Well, uh, if you like John Wall, I, I'll tell you who you're gonna <laughs> What do you <laughs> what do you think of your twenty twenty one second and twenty twenty two second? Uh we don't have the rights to our twenty twenty one second because of a protection, though that should uh, no, yeah, that will be gone. That will be gone because we are going to be keeping our 2020 first round pick and deferring uh, a package to uh, New Orleans for those seconds. But but we can give you Washington's 2022 and our own 20. Hmm. You know, it sounds like you believe in us making the playoffs a little more than we might still this season. And I don't see how Kevin Love is going to help us in the future here. We need some money in order to sign Bogdanovich along with keeping Harrison Barnes on this team, Marvin Bagley, and De'Aaron Fox when their time is due. I don't think we're going to be able to work something out here with Kevin Love. That's understandable. Let's go our separate ways. 
It's where I hang up and talk shit about you to the guy sitting next to me. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to place a call? If not, there there will be a call waiting for you on another line here. Uh, no, go ahead and patch them through. Elton Bend here. And I think I've got something pretty interesting for you. Um, We've already had this conversation, Elton. Have we? It's this regarding Bogdan Bogdanovich. It's not. It's not. Okay. It is not. We haven't had this conversation. We've not had this conversation. Um, But I'll tell you, get ready for a doozy. I think you're going to enjoy this greatly. Um, We've heard that you aren't a big fan of Kevin Love. But I'll tell you, there's another older... Wow, you got some nice insiders over there. Well, yeah, of course we do. (laughs) We have spies everywhere. Uh, uh, We have another older gentleman who is uh, a very good player on a large deal, but his final season of his current deal is not fully guaranteed. (laughs) And uh, in addition to that, um, he's probably better than Kevin Love and isn't as often injured. It's Al Horford. We listen. We actually think that he's a good player. We paid him a lot just recently. Oh, do you? A good player you're getting rid of in the first year of this four year well, contract? Well, hear me out, Vlade. What I'm telling you is that we overestimated our ability to pay luxury tax bills for the, until infinity. And <laughs> unfortunately, we can't. We have the most money on the books of any team in the league this upcoming season. We're going to offer you. Al Horford in a trade here, but we're going to need a little bit of something back. First, we need the matching salary. That's going to be Corey Joseph and Dwayne Dedman. I don't think you're too upset with that. And then we also have to ask that you swap Mike Scott for Nemanja Bielitsa. Oh, I'm sorry. Have you already traded Nemanja? Have we traded Nemanja? You have traded, traded Nemanja. I'm just getting this from my spots. Okay. <laughs> forget Anya. I'm going to offer you Al Horford for Corey Joseph, Dwayne Dedman, and you're going to have to give us something in addition to that. There's no reason that we would give you something for this. Is there no reason? Because no. you don't have any players as good as Al Horford, and, and like you haven't forever. When was the last time you acquired a player as good as Al Horford? Well... I hate to break it to you, but Dwayne Dedman is practically Al Horford this season. I, wow, those are bold words. <laughs> no, Al Horford is not doing anything for us in this future. Um, again, we're going to tell you a similar thing we told Kevin Love. This does not help our books, obviously, moving forward when we have a young, promising core that we are going to need to be paying here. Al Horford is is horrific this year. Um, 32% from three is a career low outside of one other season. He's been, he's been terrible for you guys. He looks a step slow. Um, there's no way that we want to give up something in order to take on Al Horford in the first year of this four-year terrible deal. You don't have very many picks that interest us um, from trading for Tobias Harris, who is helping out that cap bill that you were mentioning as well. Hmm, I don't see 
don't see how this is going to do it for us, despite what you might have heard to start the year. We're uh, looking to be a fairly high-paced team, and Al Horford has trouble walking down the floor. We understand. All right. I am the Los Angeles Clippers. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, very excited for around. Uh, we're very, we feel much pride for you. Uh, we hope that you take Los Angeles over onto uh, the blue side. Is that a thing? I don't know, but we, we don't really understand Los Angeles up here in Sacramento. Yeah, I can't say that we understand Sacramento either. Uh, we are looking for a center here, and we understand that Dwayne Dedman has asked his way out of Sacramento. Um, Just a clarifying question. Are you sure? Are you sure about this, Los Angeles? Well, this we assume that you guys are looking to dump him here and are asking for additional assets to come our way as well in this case for taking on his contract. I see. So the matching salary that we would have to do with this is Maurice Harkless, who we think is a valuable player. Um, he is expiring, but we think that he will fit nicely on your team this year as well. And we are asking for Three second round picks. We're asking for Detroit's, your own's, and Houston's second round pick in 2020 in order to take on the salary of Dwayne Dedman. Um, no, that's going to be too steep for us. Uh, we feel have a lot like, of them. You have a lot. You will still have well, a second rounder after this. You have so, another one that you got for Bielitsa. You got the Milwaukee pick, practically a second rounder. Here's how we're reviewing this. We feel that we can get off of Dwayne Dedman's salary for essentially nothing uh, at some point in the summer. Um, maybe it, it takes us the Houston pick. Maybe it takes us the Detroit pick, but it certainly won't take us three second-round picks. We like Mo Harkless, but secretly we don't believe we can make the playoffs this year. And we also don't have high confidence that we can retain Mo Harkless uh, after this summer, considering that we have to pay Bogdan Bogdanovich. So, uh, no, three picks is, is far, too high, far too high for us. What if we took the Houston pick out of here? What if we were looking at the Detroit pick in your own second? It, again, like I said, we think that we could get off of Dwayne Dedman for just the Detroit pick alone. All right. Well, that offer will be on the table when you realize you can't get anything else. Well, we, we, we feel that this season, again, secretly behind closed doors, we feel that this is a lost season for us. So we feel like we could pick that up, that offer up again maybe in the, in the summer. Sounds good. Maybe you will hear from us then. Detroit Pistons calling for the Sacramento Kings, please. Hello there. We hear that you recently uh, rebuffed an offer for Dwayne Dedman. Um, we have a different offer for him. wanted to get your temperature on. I uh, can't say I expected this phone call. What, uh, what are you thinking here? Uh, Dwayne Dedman's been a disappointment for you. Obviously, you paid him hoping that he would be a starting center. 
Um, you've not gotten your starting center out of that deal. You've gotten some great play from Rashawn Holmes, but we figure maybe you see him more as a backup or part of a, uh, a, a unit taking care of the center position. And we wanted to offer you your starting center in Andre Drummond. Uh, we will need Dwayne Dedman for the purposes of matching salary here. Uh, but we don't want Drummond's $28 million option on our books for next season. Uh, we will take Dwayne Dedman. So that's going to put 13 million on our books for next season. We will take Corey Joseph as well. That will also put 13, about 13 million, 12 million on the books for next season. We'll save a little bit of money here. Um, this swap is is basically even money for next season, but you're going to get a much better player. It's going to give our guys uh, some room to develop and a chance to kind of restart our franchise on our own terms here. But Drummond is the better player, so we're going to ask for some draft compensation in this. Would you be interested in pursuing this? And Drummond is also turning down that player option this offseason. I don't think that we want to pay him any more than you do here and don't see him as a potential fit next to Marvin Bagley. Uh, there's not much with Bagley being out for a while too. It's not like we would get much of an opportunity to test that before debating paying Drummond here. Um, we definitely would not be sending you any picks. Um, hmm. I don't know if there is much of a deal to get done here. Is there any other young players you would debate um, including in the, in this, if we were to also include someone like uh, Nemanja Bialica, would you look at Luke Kennard? We know he's been on the table a little bit here. Our season is lost, but Luke Kennard is available. Uh, I guess the, what I'm saying here is that Nemanja Bialica does not interest us. But if you would like to create a new deal uh, or a separate deal for Luke Kennard, we are listening. No, yeah, it's a bit repetitive with Buddy and Bogey as well. Um, just kind of gauging your feeling for these assets. There's not not much that we would have to be interested in here. Um, would you be willing to include Sekou Dumboya in this deal? You mean the future of our franchise? Of course not. Hmm. Even if we include two second rounders? We see Demboya as uh, untouchable. Untouchable. Wow. All right. I mean, if you want to give up an unprotected, the current your current unprotected twenty twenty pick, then you know maybe we can maybe we can touch him a little bit. I think we could do our unprotected second. No, unprotected first. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. No. Oh. Oh. Hmm. No, yeah, again, I don't know. Let's uh, with all these phone calls of us taking on uh, some, I guess this is not long-term money here, but I don't see Drummond as a long-term fit next to our future um, all-star and number in the banners, number 35, Marvin Bagley. Also, you don't stop offering teams Nemanja Bielitsa when you know you've already made him a Boston Celtic. Good day. <laughs> 
The King's Pulse podcast is recorded and hosted on Anchor. It is the easiest way to make a podcast, and it is 100% free. It gives you everything you need to record, edit all of it so it sounds smooth and professional, and upload it all from your phone and or your computer. They distribute your podcast to every major platform. They give you an opportunity to make some money in the process as well. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right. I got a phone call for you from the Atlanta Hawks. Hello. Let's bring him home, guys. Let's bring him home. You know, you know who I'm talking about. He doesn't want to be with you anymore. He he wants to come back and come back to us, come back to Hotlanta. I'm not going to even say his name. Let's make this happen. This is the we're the we're the team. You know we're the team. Come on. Let's do let's do this deal. Hmm, what are you what are you debating giving us here? We've heard that John Collins has been rumored to be available with uh, the moves that you're looking at this deadline. Please don't insult us, sir. We've done nothing but show you kindness. Hmm. Show us kindness. You made us think Dwayne Dedman was a good basketball player. We refused to sign him at the amount that you offered. So, I mean, if anything, we indicated he wasn't. But, again, we're willing to make up for your mistake here and take on the money you gave him. What do you think of – what are you thinking here matching-wise? Evan Turner does not quite work. Are you thinking Alex Len, Jabari Parker? Well, we will have to offer Evan Turner um, to make any deal make sense, but we can give you Evan Turner for Dwayne Dedman and any other player of your choosing. Hmm. Maybe throw in that Houston pick too, just because it's, I mean, who cares? It's 55. It'll be good for our optics. Oh, you seem to care. Hmm. Our fans care. That, that's it. Our fans care. We, we need for optics. Just, we need, we need a token here that, because we can't go back on this. We, we would not offer Dwayne Dedman the contract you offered him. We were proven right, unfortunately for you guys, but we can't go back and just be like, okay, well, we've seen how he's played this year. So we actually, in second thought, we do want to pay him this amount of money. Hmm. What do you think of Deadman? And I know you need a backup point guard uh, right now working with Brandon Goodwin. What do you think of Dwayne Deadman and Yogi Farrell for Evan Turner? Throw in that Houston pick and, um, and you've got yourself a deal. Hmm, you know, having the little bit of money this offseason will make us feel a bit better about paying Bogdanovich seeing as we're not going to be moving him here. Why not? Let's do this. All right, great doing business with you, and we feel like you've done well in this deal. And in reality, if this weren't a dream that uh, Travis Schlenk were having, uh, we would uh, ask for more, but that's that's fine. All right. Um, let me see if I have one more here. I don't think that I do. 
Los Angeles Lakers here. Oh, God. What do you want? You seem to have traded everyone that is available publicly, but we have to go back to the well here for Bogdan Bogdanovich. And what are you offering? We know that when it was reported that the that our organization wanted Bogdan Bogdanovich and pieces for Kyle Kuzma, that was shot down very quickly and and your city and your nation was greatly offended. However, what if we reverse position on that a little bit and and we, we took that pieces and moved it over from your side to our side, Kyle Kuzma and pieces for Bogdan Bogdanovich. Kuzma is somewhat interesting. Um, what sort of pieces are you talking about here? Because there are oh many, only so many first-round picks that you have available to move, right? It is we the, basically have no first-round picks that we were able to move. Yeah, that's going to make this rough. Um, you see, but we have seconds. I know you like those. No, I, I, I know it seems that way, but we take what we could get in some of these trades and what is fair value for guys. Luke Kennard is potentially getting a lottery pick. We think that Bogdanovich is worth at least that amount. We would need a first-round pick in this and don't value Kyle Kuzma um, high enough as a potential pairing next to Marvin Bagley for this to work straight up. We think Bogdanovich is clearly the better player here. We feel it's a mistake for you to base the market on the mistakes of the Phoenix Suns, especially when it's a deal that has not been brought to fruition. Well, that is either way the money that we feel. The also, value we, we feel also we've much. read re- we've also read reports that uh, a young reporter named Brendan Brendan Nunez thinks that deal is good for the Suns. Uh, <laughs> yes, this is, uh, this is true. I think that Luke Kennard is actually a great basketball player. And I think Bogdanovich is an even better player and therefore should get a better package than what Kennard is rumored as being looked at for. I don't think that there's anything to go on here with the Lakers. I don't think that there's any reason for Sacramento to, even speak to the Lakers much longer than this one here. Well, let me just lay the deal on the table here. You can you can turn it down if you like. It's Kuzma and Quinn Cook, who maybe you don't value that highly, but uh, he's he's not an old player. He's still got some juice left in him. Fits the Bogdan Bogdanovich age group, so it's not like a you're certainly not getting older here. Um, and he has a non-guarantee for next season. Gives you some flexibility there. If you like what he gives you, you can keep him at a tidy $3 million. If you don't, um, you can cut him for the minimum. That's handy. Uh, and we can offer you potentially up to four second-round picks. Hmm, four second-rounders. Layout, who, who was it that was coming back in this again? Bogdan Bogdanovich. Maybe you've heard of him. No, from your side. Oh, um, it's it's Kyle Kuzma, Quinn Cook, and we will give you four second round picks: twenty three, twenty four, twenty five, twenty six. We, out of the kindness of your heart, you throw us some of your 
lesser second rounders back just so we have something. Um, but, but we could maybe do some swaps there, get some – you can have the better – you can take two of those straight up and we can give you swaps on the other two. Yeah, I don't think that a pool of second round picks is going to do it. I don't think that four quarters is making a dollar here. Um, it's This is not going to be enough for us to get Bogdan Bogdanovich. We're definitely going to need something at least close to a lottery pick or a young talent that we feel uh, goes along well with what we currently are working with. We we understand. Um, one last call coming in. This from this one from Minnesota. Uh, are you picking up the phone? Yeah. All right. Minnesota here. Uh, we you know that Robert Covington is a very hotly discussed trade target. Uh, if you'd like, we can just swap straight up Covington for Bogdanovich, uh, and you can try to flip Covington however you see fit or keep him. Hmm. I mean, it doesn't make sense. We would be in the same situation that you would be with Covington, so I, I don't think it would be likely for us to keep him here. We'd be looking to get value on this as well. Um, and... I don't know. I I worry that this is some of the greatest value that Covington will have is currently at this deadline. And I don't think we want to hmm, take on your problem for that. You're looking for potentially two seconds. Don't know if you're going to get it out there. Um, Bogdanovich could be a long-term piece of ours here, and we think we can get a similar turn to what we would get for Covington, I don't think this swap makes sense for us. All right, you got any calls to make here, Brendan? I do. This is the Utah Jazz. Yep, Kings here. All right. We could use a bit of center depth here, and we understand we have a, you have someone – that is one of your lower end centers that you're not going to be able to hold on to at the end of this year because you so intelligently declined his player option. I just cannot applaud you enough for doing that. Um, Holy shit. You're going to do this to me. Okay. (laughs) What do you think of, you know, I mean, you're not going to get anything for him anyways. What if we gave you, um, a young, somewhat surprising or uh, upside point guard in Nigel William Goss and a second round pick for Harry Giles. Now look, here's the deal. We, the Kings organization, have, have made a terrible mistake with Harry Giles. We did not pick up his player option when we should have. You know that. We know that. Everyone knows that. Uh, we want Harry Giles to succeed, and we acknowledge he probably will succeed more with the Utah Jazz than with us. Everyone knows that as well. However, what are you offering me here? The 55th overall pick from last season and the, and the 50th pick in a draft when we already have five. No, this is not. 
I mean, it's that or you're losing them for nothing here. If it, if it interests you more, we could switch it to a wing. We could do George Yang. Sorry, no. <laughs> no, this is... <laughs> sounded like they just uh, I totally tight. slurred by Gazuntai. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Sneeze there. Thank you. Uh, no, we we feel like the chances of us potentially maybe getting him back through the whatever one percent five percent odds that we have of him slipping through the cracks of other teams' radars, we can offer him a two-year deal up to 8.1 million with the player option on the second year. Uh, we feel like there's a non zero percent chance that Harry takes that. And uh, we don't feel that uh, uh, these late seconds that you've, that you've offered up here are, are going to do it. All right. Well, I can tell you from what I'm hearing around the league that teams are definitely going to be offering Harry, at least that good luck keeping him this off season. And uh, don't say I didn't try to give you something for him. I mean, look, we, we know the mistakes we've made. Um, you know, we, we will answer to uh, the powers that be. We will answer to, you know, we, we, when we meet our makers, we will have, you know, we will have sins to confess. Don't you, don't you mistake that? We know it. You know it. Uh, we understand it. But you just don't have anything here. What did you even offer? What was the pick you even offered? It was our own 2022 seconds, I believe. Yeah, that's so far in the field. I mean, that's just not anything. I mean, if you if you were to move the needle even at all. Uh, what do you think of 2021 Golden State second? That's even worse. And you know that's worse. How about that greater of Cleveland, Utah, 2024 second and one of these other garbage seconds that you're throwing out there? Mm. No, yeah. Um, Kevin Love will be on his second iteration of the contract in Cleveland at that point, still holding him down. It's probably going to be a good draft pick. I don't think so, unless you're willing to take like this Golden State second or our own second in 2022. Uh, if we're taking on Harry, we're going to be stuck with that situation of not being able to pay in this offseason. It would be simply for a little bit of depth for this postseason run where we think we have a real title chance. We don't want to give up an asset too far down the line. Yeah, sadly, we have destroyed uh, Harry Giles' trade value by declining his option, meaning you can't resign him. So, uh, yeah, we're just going to have to live with that. Yeah. All right. Good talking to you. All right, one last trade here. You know what? This is I'm gonna. Hmm. All right. Uh, uh, I'm looking for the GM of the Indiana Pacers, please. Yes. Uh, what could we possibly do to help you? What is the price for Miles Turner? We 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 are very interested and motivated to to get Miles Turner onto the Kings. Well, we're looking for a point guard of the future. What are your thoughts of uh, De'Aaron Fox? Can you be realistic, though? Hmm. Well, I would assume you're talking of Bogdan Bogdanovich. That is the the name that seems to be available when I take a look at your roster sheet here. Um, yep, we would include him in the trade. So, 
would hmm I don't know. We we are definitely looking to make a win-now move, and we think the experiment of Turner and Sabonis is working fine. Sabonis just made the all-star team this year. Um, they they work fine. There's only one man working inside here. We're just getting Victor Oladipo back. Um, so I think we would need to be blown out of the water here. We're a pretty guard-heavy, wing-heavy team, um, and Bogdanovich would clutter that a little bit. Would you consider adding – Something like uh, your own first-round pick, top ten, top eight protected. Um, <clears throat> that's not enough protection for us. But and I'll tell you why. It's because you know if you truly are confident in what you've got there with Miles Turner, then then you need to fix some leaks in your in your information system because. He has been all over the place as, as a rumored trade option. We, you know, from how that what is. we've heard. Well, listen. I mean, we. If anyone would know, it's us. But and we do know. I mean, y'all got leaks. If you, if you really like Miles Turner, then y'all got leaks because this man has been in every trade scenario. Reporters have been talking him up as available for months now. Yeah, they, they don't see the vision the same way that we do. They see this fit and think that it was not going to work. We did have questions this offseason, um, but you saw we signed Sabonis to that extension and Turner is already on his. We think that they're working well here and think we have a real nice future and shot at taking a crack at the top of the East here. So unless we're getting some draft pick compensation here as well, um, I don't think this is – going to be of much interest to us oh we're happy to provide uh, draft pick compensation but we can't do yeah but some meaningless meaningless seconds i don't know yeah, how I'm much really that's not, we're not we're us. not meaningless seconds i'm just saying not top eight i mean if you want to go lottery protected we're happy to do that no i mean for how long though because you're going to be in the lottery this season we will go lottery protected for as long as you would like, and you know, and as long as it as it can go. But we can't go under lottery protection. And you're and, also and then what it would convey into it would convey into two seconds at some point when you just never make the playoffs. Hey, as a favor, it'll convey into three seconds. Three seconds. Wow. Three of your own seconds. Sure. Hmm. No, yeah, I, I don't. I don't quite see the fit for us here. Um, Bogdanovich is gonna struggle to get minutes ahead of Brogdon and Oladipo. He would almost. He would be a six man on this roster. I mean, that's what he's best at. He's a very good six man, very capable six man. Right, so, but then we have a hole in our starting lineup. I, I, wait, hold on, hold on. Who Turner. In your starting lineup, we lose Turner here. Okay, a very so valuable piece. You so we'd be missing a big in our starting lineup. I mean, would it, would you not just start TJ Warren at the four, or Jeremy Lamb at the three? I mean, that works. That works great. There's potential, but we are worried about running into Philadelphia that has a big lineup as well. Um, You're and, worried about the team that's like in one of the worst slumps in the in the entire NBA. Yeah, we think that come playoff times, they they are a serious threat, and we like the size that we have here. We think that these guys are meshing together despite the reports coming from who knows where. 
look, let's get serious. We want to get this deal done. Uh, whether you want to acknowledge it publicly or not, Turner and Sabonis have overlapping skills, and you drafted Goga Bitadze. Uh, excuse us, uh, <laughs> Bitadze uh, in the first round as well. Um, you know, I mean, look, there's redundancies here. We're giving you an opportunity to get a very quality uh, six man in Bogdan Bogdanovich who could eventually start. He's listed at six six. I may I may point out to you. Uh, Easily would work in a three guard lineup with Lamb uh, and Oladipo. You know, Brogdon is is a you know you guys have size. Brogdon six five, Lamb six five, uh, Depot six four. I mean, you guys you're not small. What other matching salary are you looking at here? Are you looking at Bealitsa? Uh, uh, well, Bealitsa we've already traded. Um, oh right. <clears throat> uh, 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 but I'll tell you, you know, who you guys might enjoy is uh, fan favorite. Corey Joseph. Fan favorite, huh? Oh, back home. I see what you're saying. Not a fan favorite over there in Sacramento from what I've seen. Well, you live in Indiana. Uh, you live in Sacramento. I'm not sure what that is supposed to mean. Well, I'm saying you a fan. I'm talking to you, y'all. Oh, y'all. As, oh, as, really? As, oh, as really? Y'all, say, y'all, y'all over say, here. Yeah. Yeah, it's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that racism is going to cost you another second round pick here at least. Wait, what's racist about y'all? <laughs> y'all, I don't know. This is this is getting a little too much for me. Huh? What is the deal? That what do we have to offer to get this done? I know you said top eight. Can you meet us in the middle somewhere here? Bogdan Bogdanovich, Corey Joseph, and and what? Can we do? seconds on top of a of a protection what, what can we do we want to get this done look we we're reporting to a very popular podcast they want to see us move all of our players for their maximum value what can we do to get this done can you do top 10 protected on this pick yes hmm. so bogdanovich joseph and a top 10 protected first that would can we have it top 10 protected for the next two years before it conveys into those three seconds we want to make this deal with you so here's what we'll do we'll do top 10 protected this year top 12 next year top 14 lottery protected that third year and then it will convey to to three seconds hmm If you keep it top ten protected for the three, why are you why are you hardballing me here? You're not going to get a better offer than this for for Miles Turner. You know you want to make this deal. This is a good deal. Top ten, top twelve, top twelve, and then seconds. We'll go top twelve across all three years. No, that just got worse for us. Uh, not really. I mean, it stayed the same. Just you wanted to to uh, get that fourteen out of there. No, y'all are the ones doing this. Yeah, I'm trying to. We're trying to make good radio over here in Sacramento. <laughs> Take the deal. Top 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 twelve protected for the next three years. Ten fourteen lottery fine. Deal. All right. Well, that just about does it. The Kings have traded every player that they could possibly trade. So, uh, hope you enjoyed our very real to life 
interactions uh, role play between GMs here. And yeah, that's going to do it for this uh, trade deadline episode. And I think when you hear from us next, it'll be after the deadline, right, Rich? So maybe we'll have some real news to report on here. Yep. Thursday night, we will do a trade deadline recap if there is anything that happens. If not, there are no games being played between now and then. So uh, maybe there won't be anything to talk about, but I got a feeling there'll be there'll be some trades. Yeah, I got a hunch there'll be something. I'm looking at Bielita and Deadman here. But yeah, that is going to do it for this episode of the King's Pulse podcast. Thank you to everybody for listening, and you'll hear from us again in the next couple of days.